Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. I am so thrilled to have a dear, dear friend of mine, Miss Lisa Moranchuk. She is a yoga instructor as well as a meditation teacher and her book just came out. So she is now an author. Keep me where the light is a path to self-love and faith. And I am so thrilled to be here. I feel like we finally did it. We finally made this happen. <laughs> the universe has kind of been, yes. we cross paths all the time, y'all I all know. the time. And I'm just like, okay, universe, we get it. We got to yes. do something. And this is the first of that little something, which I'm sure it'll Aww. continue to grow and evolve, but I'm so grateful yeah. for you being here and being with my listeners here on the pod and Aww. sharing your story, girl. I had the chance <laughs> to start reading the book. Ah, did you? Oh, really, thank you. Yes. Yes. I haven't finished it, but I started That's it. Fine. Yeah. I'm like a circus act these days. So I'm trying to like, oh yeah. But I'm thrilled for other people to really see your growth and Mm -hmm. your story in such a light and being able to really find nuggets within this book that resonate with their spirit that resonate on a soul soul level. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Oh my God, Shelly. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm thrilled and so excited to be here. First of all, I love your podcast. I think I told you when COVID hit and you started, I was like, yes, because, you know, (laughs) (laughs) COVID, you know, I felt so isolated from our yoga, you know, everything shut down, our yoga studio shut down, the studio we met at, that I taught at, everything just stopped. And I, I was like, oh my gosh, all the conversations about all the things that light me up, yoga and spirituality meditation, uh, everything, crystals and all the woo woo woman yes. things, right? All those conversations were gone. And I was like, uh, you know, I just felt like I lost my community. And then mm-hmm. when I heard your first podcast, I was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. Like, it just, I don't know. It made me feel like, like we're still connected. Like the community is still there and I can still have these conversations, you know, and be a part of yeah. all the things that, you know, light our internal flame, you know? Sure. Well, I really appreciate that. I actually start. I'm so proud of you. Oh, I think we froze a little bit. It and I started, and it was something within me. <laughs> it was something within me that was like, you have to do it. You have to do it. Yeah. I am so proud of you and everything you're creating, right? Uh, your Thanks. astrology and the tarot. And um, tonight I was listening to Venus, <laughs> learning where Venus is in my chart. Um, but I just love everything you're creating and all of it lights me up. And I, it's just all, I feel like we have a connection. And like, even when I met you, my sister's name is Shelly. <laughs> and as soon as I met you, I was like, 
Shelly, I know I'm going to like her. She's a cool chick. I know she is. (laughs) I love you. And I, the feeling is mutual. Like your YouTube channel. I'm like, like, I'm going to call you up, Lisa. I need help because this YouTube sitch, Uh, I'm not not my jam, but you are awesome at it. And it's just so consistent. So beautiful. Your your yoga. I love it so, so much. So you two are doing it girl. And we see Uh, our souls see each other and we're like, rooting each other on. (laughs) I know. I know. And it's, listen, it's all been such a process. And I, you know, like I was, we were talking earlier, if I can do it, I hope this conversation inspires, you know, all the people out there who they have something to share. They have a story to share. They have a gift that has not been unpackaged yet because they're holding back a fear. Let me tell you today, I like, I really hope I inspire somebody because for sure um, I, I'm a, just like you one woman show and I figured it out you know you you figure yeah. all the things out and then you have to follow that that thread that we all have being yeah. woven throughout our life we all have it and I think when you follow that it just everything comes into alignment and it that's what lights you up and it feel, it just feels like yes this is I'm on my path you know, and you're doing your thing in your corner of the world. And I think it it's so important. It. Like as you start, it's almost like this, like yes. snowball effect. That's like, okay, like it gains this momentum and it leads you to one thing and another thing and another thing. So, so, so true. Um, yeah, it's so you true. Tell us a little bit about like how you started your yep. background. I know that we met with yoga, but I know that your story yeah. is, is super jam packed with so many so many things. So share with us a little bit. Yes. And we have, we have some things in common for sure that I have learned listening to your your podcast. So yoga, the practice, the physical practice of yoga came later on. But when I started in my yoga teacher training and dove into that is when I realized, oh, my mom taught me yoga. When I was a little girl, I was probably around five or six. I was extremely shy, out of five children, the sensitive one. Um, So much so that every morning before school, and this lasted from kindergarten all the way to high school, I would physically be sick. I would physically have nausea and get sick. The nerves Mm. wouldn't say a word from the time I was in school until I got home. If I was home with my siblings, I was good. If I was out of the house, not okay. I was a mess. Even on a couple family vacations, I would be sick the whole time. <laughs> and my siblings were like, what the heck is going on? And I have to tell you, like I grew up in a Catholic home and I was always from little, I felt plugged in to our spirituality. I always felt, I was always curious about what happens when somebody dies, what happens when we go to heaven. Um, I can remember my mom kept like a little questionnaire when I was 10 and it said, what do you want to know about? What would you like to know about if you could know one thing? And I wrote um, (laughs) what heaven is like, (laughs) you know, my mind always was rooted in our upper chakras Mm. from little So then fast forward um, to 15, 
because of nervousness and anxiety, I developed an autoimmune disorder mm. um, called alopecia, mm -hmm. which is spot baldness, affects 2% of the population. They don't really know what causes it, blah, blah, blah. So of course my mom freaked out. She was like, oh my God, what is, you know, they thought she saw, thought something was very wrong because it was like huge bald spots on the back of my head. And after tests, you know, to hear my mom on the phone with the doctor and him saying, well, she's in perfect health. Um, she's got a case of the nerves, right? At 15, for you to feel like I did this to myself, I, I, it was like a huge blow. And I was like, oh, oh my God, I've got to figure this out. You know, not only was I already shy, but to have that happen when you're 15 in high school, um, it was, it was a little, I would call it a baby T trauma, you know, um, from Gabby, from Gabby. Yeah. Gabby Bernstein, yep. big tea, little big tea. tea, little tea. I use that too now. I'm like, I like I, it. I love it because it makes sense, right? Does, but it, it really was pretty, it was it was traumatic. So then, you know, I was always a reader. So I'd read, reading, reading, reading. How how do you take care of nerves? Up oh, physical exercise, great. So from 17, joined a gym, went with my sister, um, worked out like a maniac <laughs> for the next 20 years, and. Um, that was like my saving grace The, you know, the flood of feel good, you know, serotonin and everything. It, it helped me, um, calm down. And then with maturity, um, and then I was always interested in spirituality at 19, read a book by Deepak Chopra. I would run home from school to watch Oprah. And she was her. during her years of having Marianne Williamson and huge Wayne Dyer, Eckhart Tolle. I was always reading and um, so interested in our spirituality. Mm -hmm. So how yoga happened, um, interestingly enough, I was at the gym and I just, I was like, I need to try this yoga thing. You know, they had yoga classes there. And a few years prior to that I did buy a DVD by Rodney, I remember. And I started doing it at home. And I, I was like, yeah, I think I have the same one. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. And it felt like a moving meditation right away for me. So then I was like, all right, I got, got the guts to, to take the class. And then it was just like, I was ready for it. Cause I remember when I was 17, I went with my sister Shelly to a yoga class back then but my mindset back then was so I got to work out. I got to burn calories. And if I'm not drenched in sweat, I'm not, it's not good enough. I just wasn't, I feel like you, you, your soul has to be ready for yoga. I just wasn't there yet. So, you know, fast forward to my thirties, you know, it just, it was like the exact thing that I needed it, everything. And I was, I was in a, you know, a really a tough spot, you know, being, uh, late thirties, never married, no children. You know, I had lost my dad, um, a long-term relationship around the same time prior to that. And I was kind of just in a really, a challenging place internally. I felt a little lost. Um, I felt insecure, you know, I felt discouraged, you mm -hmm. know, 
And then this yoga thing happened and it was like the universe kind of set up this opportunity for yoga teacher training. And I was just like, yoga teacher training, like what the heck? And my teacher kept saying, you really should take it. You should take it. I know you would absolutely love it. And it was like everything kind of coordinated with my schedule, my life. I had the money. I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. You know, love, loved it. And my teacher first day, of course, you have to introduce yourself. My heart's pounding, 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 pounding because I had to speak up. Right. And she's like, um, and I remember saying, oh, hi, I'm Lisa. I'm like, I'm not here to teach. I I'm just here to learn more about yoga. And I really want to deepen my, my practice. And she just looked at me and she's like, and you will be the one, you know, like, yes, you will be the one out of all these people to teach. And it was like, oh, okay. And I went through the training and I absolutely loved it. And I was still after graduating, not ready to step foot in a studio, did not feel ready, but I knew I was supposed to do it. And I knew how much it helped me. And I was like, it was just like this undeniable, I don't know. It's like a seed that was planted that I was just meant to share to help other women specifically. I was like, I have, I'm going to do this. So I stayed committed, taught my friends and family, built my confidence, um, worked with another yoga teacher, mentor, worked out, you know, still your issues from the past, you know, built my confidence up and then uh, found yoga for life in South Florida and got the job on the spot. When I taught a class for the owner, just me and her, she was like, okay, you're starting Thursday. And I was like, oh, (laughs) and from then on, it was just like, when I am in my teacher role, it's like, that is the one place I feel so connected to my higher holy self. It's like when I'm in that teacher role, I tell people, I'm like, listen, yoga teachers are not like, you know, we don't have superpowers. Like I get ticked off when I drive off to like, we're human. We're just like you. But when I'm in the role, I am, I am my highest self, like out of the whole week, month, whatever, how often you teach. And it's just like something, it just flows and there's nothing, nothing, nothing more fulfilling than after I teach a class, the feeling is like undescribable. Nothing does it for me mm-hmm. than sharing the gift of yoga. And what I hope people get from the way that I teach, you know, I, from that, I, you know, fast forward to now with COVID and everything, creating my YouTube channel. I just, I could not stop teaching. So I was like, okay, everything shut down. I still have to teach. So I'm going to do this virtual thing and I'm just going to figure it out. (laughs) And what I hope that I'm building with the channel is because I think there's, there was, there is a little niche on YouTube missing because I do have some YouTube yoga teachers that I really love. But what I find missing is that little sprinkle of spirit. Um, And I want to offer that. I want people to, to go on the journey of yoga and experience how it peels back your layers, right? In yoga, we learn about the five koshas, you know, our physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, your wisdom body, your bliss body. 
yoga is this journey that it's just the beginning. Like you step on your mat and yes, you're going to get a yoga body, right? You're, you're going to get in shape, but there's, it's so much more than that. It like, it uncovers all this old energy. Um, maybe some old memories stored up will come up and you're able to clear them and process them. And every time you're on the mat, it's different. And you learn it's a journey of self-inquiry is what I tell people. It really is a journey of self-inquiry if you're open to it. And usually I find my students, you know, your people arrive at the mat. You're usually at a place where you're asking those questions, you know, who am I? Who am I? What, you know, what is, what is my life path? What is my purpose? Or it's somebody maybe who is going through a trauma or who has experienced trauma or they're just, or it's maybe a woman who is, you know, she's having a midlife crisis, or maybe she went through a divorce or experienced loss. Like it's a precious journey that people I think are drawn to for a purpose, but for women, especially, I feel it's a huge, huge avenue um, to help you increase your self-love faith and build your resilience muscle mm-hmm. and confidence. You know, and confidence because like, I, it's, so it's many not, of us, you know, yeah, it's not like that external confidence, you know, like where you're wearing something cute and you're like, yes. And you're like going, it's like this confidence that I like to call it an inner workout because it's almost, yes, yes, yes. It's, it's almost like that internal dialogue and that internal unchurning and unfolding all the layers, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. it almost, in my opinion, and I wrote this down in my opinion, it's almost like, because your spirit is unfolding, your physical body responds to the internal energy. Totally. And that is almost like the unfolding of the yoga practice and Again, like you said, for women, especially the empowerment part, it's like stepping mm-hmm. into voice, something similar, same with me. It's like, I was scared of public speaking, but oh it my helped, gosh. Me my bo- helped me find my voice. And whether you're on the mat as a student or teaching the class, there right. are so many beneficial aspects mm. to it that are work from the inside out. It's like this inner blooming and blossoming. It's an inner blooming. And it just opens the door to learning about all the layers of yourself, especially energy, you know, finding my voice was crucial. And then to learn about your throat chakra, there's ways to work that out. You know, it was like these light bulbs were constantly going off and then it's just, and it still is to this day, like this insatiable thirst of more, right. Of not more knowledge and learning and growing and, and listen every day is not, you know, I'm not walking around feeling great every day. I of course still feel insecure. I have fear of putting the video up or sharing the post or writing another blog. Fear is there, but my relationship with fear has totally transformed. Has, to- to- has totally transformed. I'm able to look at fear and go, okay, I'm just going to kind of set you over here right now because I have, I'm doing this. Like I have to do it, you know? And then the more you do it, it's like that, that confidence muscle is, is built and it becomes less and less. Um, or 
I have my practices, you know, that I know I can, I can go to, to shake it off. You know, my turnaround time, my comeback time is a lot quicker. Yeah. It's a lot quicker because now I have these tools, you know, I can do breath work. I can get on my mat, you know, I can work with, with, with my crystals, you know, or, or I can read my, my Oracle cards or the tarot, you know, all the things, whatever connects you to your internal light, to your spirit and to your higher power. Like there's nothing more powerful than that. And for me, my, that is my yoga practice. My yoga practice is a must. Um, it is non-negotiable. I am on my mat every day, Shelly. I come home from work and, you know, my boyfriend knows I just, please, I need my hour, hour and a half for my practice um, because it helps me and it, it keeps me strong and able to share all the things because listen, once this happens, right, we're the faucet and guess what? It's flowing because once you have peeled back the layers and you're open and your heart, your heart space is open, your solar plexus, your confidence, right? The gateway to consciousness, I call it, is open. You're going to start having all these creative, inspired ideas. Everything starts flowing out of nowhere. I mean, you should see my phone. I'm constantly going, oh, you know, <laughs> writing a new idea down. It, it just starts like to flow. And then you come alive in, in a new way and you feel inspired and you're not closed off anymore because for, for, there was a time I'm going to tell you, I was, I was closed off. I was closed off to anything new. I was really stuck in a rut. Um, if somebody watched me for like a week, you would know my whole life because everything is structured. I do this at this time. I go to the gym at this time. I go home. I have my dinner at this time. Like <laughs> it was just like this box I was living in you know, hadn't had a relationship in, I went years being single, my single girls out there listening, don't give up. Like (laughs) if you, if you know, in your heart, if you have that dream and I know I'm like, all these things are coming at me, Shelly, that I have to talk about. I've heard you talk about the word. This is what this podcast is for. Be in the flow. I've heard the word desire. And I love how you explain it on your podcast means of God. When you said that, I was like, yes. (laughs) Because let me tell you something, if something is in your heart, if you have something inside your heart and let's say it's, let's say it's a girl, she's out there, she's 34. She wants to have babies. It's not happening. She's not meeting when she's freaking out. Like I know we do in our thirties and you know, that's meant for you. It's for you. It's for you. It's already there. It's already there. Focus on, you have to love yourself. You have to love yourself and be open to the new, try new things, follow your creative energy, follow your creative energy. When, when somebody asks me, you know, I don't know, I don't know what the heck my path is. I ask them one question. Well, what are you curious about? You know, what do you want to, what do you want to learn about? And yoga for me, I was lit up. I mean, to this day, I, I mean, if I buy another book, I don't know where the hell we're going to put it. Like, it's just, it's never ending. And I 100% enjoy it. And it puts me in this place with that I love to be connected to my highest self and God, you know, and I know by sharing it, 
it's going to empower others to do the same and to open up and to not, not close yourself off and not give up and not give up. And in my book, there is a chapter on uh, surrender, you know, surrender versus giving up, you know, because sometimes you want to give up. And I, I had many, many days, months, years where I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, is this it? You know, my life is just like, I, don't get me wrong, very blessed. But it was just like this lack of inspiration, you know, dull. But when you know if there's a dream in your heart or something you want to create, right? Somebody's listening out there. There's something you want to create, but you're afraid it's meant to be delivered only through you, only through you, because we're each a unique expression of God, right? Universal consciousness, however, whatever word that, you know, you, that resonates with you, we're each a, a unique expression and what we create is meant to be delivered through you, right? And it's meant to happen now. And um, I hope, I really hope my book, my YouTube channel, if, if people who connect with the way that I write or the way that I share, the way that I teach, um, if there's anything I want them to know is that it's that they can do it. They're worthy. You're worthy of all the, all the dreams, goals, wishes, everything. Thank you, Jesus. Like there's Amen. nothing, there's nothing that you have to fix or change. You're worthy like right now. And I 100% believe that what's meant for you will never be held from you. It's either going to happen now or okay. It's still out there. It's a matter of divine timing. Divine timing is huge. Divine timing is huge because then once I was on my yoga journey path and I was growing and right, the petals were blooming, right. I'm blooming like this flower. I'm using my voice for the first time in my life in front of people. I mean, I was the little girl who I would walk up to the teacher and say, um, you can just give me a zero because I'm not going to do that. And literally, that is what happened. <laughs> I would not get up in front of anybody and talk. I would just say, no, you can just give me a zero. Wow. And I wouldn't do it. So this unfolding will happen and allow you to open up and be your authentic self and share your voice and your message and your creativity, what, whatever it may be, you know, and we're all meant to do that. We're all meant to do that. And my yoga journey has been pivotal, pivotal for my personal growth and expansion. Like it, I really think if that wasn't, that didn't happen, you know, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I could have stayed closed off for years, but it wasn't until that happened until relationships started, um, I started opening up to the new, I went on a yoga retreat, you know, not knowing anyone by myself, like never did anything like that before. You know, you're not afraid to, to try something new or share something you've created, right? Social media was, I was so afraid of social media. I mean, I, it took me years to open up an Instagram page you know, much less a YouTube channel. Like I'm telling you, sometimes I sit back and I'm like, what, what am I doing? I can't believe I just did that, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, but it just feels 
right. You know, like I told you, it feels like when I'm, what I'm doing and what I'm creating and what I'm sharing is what's flowing through me. And it's when I open up and I step back, you know, and I always say my little prayer before I teach, you know, please make me a channel of your peace. That's it. Cause I'm stepping back. <laughs> Lisa and her fear are taking the back seat. And I let my highest heart, my heart center, you know, is, is driving. And when you drive with your heart, um, I think you're just limitless on what can happen. You know, it's about opening up to that. It's about opening up to that and being led, you know, and being guided. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you can relate, but like when you drop into your heart space and you kind of, the mind is there, but you're more in your body and in your heart space. Mm. And when you're there, things will come to you and you will automatically feel in your being. Yes. No here. Mm. Do this. Like I'll get thoughts sometimes get your keys and go to whole foods now. And yep. then I go to whole foods and I see somebody that I haven't seen in forever or I, yes. Yes. Okay. So it's like, you don't always have to be regimented. Like you had explained you were before, right? Because yep. that regimentation, it actually gives you those blinders because you're not yes. able to see how things can kind of weave themselves into where you need to be and who you need to meet and what you need to do. And when you drop here, it it feels different. And for those of you who don't really know what this feels like, the best way to come back is just like, close your eyes and put your hands on your body, Mm -hmm. full breath in, and that's you being in your body. And as you're there, that's that, that's that being, it's not the mental being, it's like the inner being. Yes. And I, I, I hope to guide, especially I want to guide, you know, every woman to experience that shift of to to move away from your ego identity and connect to your spiritual identity, because I really believe that's where our power lies. The ego plays so many, so many tricks on our mind, you know, and, and we're human and it's going to do that. And and I experience it too, right. With sharing with, with, with offering this book that I wrote so Mm -hmm. scary, so scary to write from your heart and share my story, it's, it, you're very vulnerable, you know? Um, but it's important. It's important because it can empower other people. Absolutely. And it gives the space for others to also step into that role. You know, it's like, wow, she was here. She did this, like I can do it too. And it gives that relatability and that community back, you know, for women, as opposed to being like, oh, look, I made a book. Like, look at Uh me. Right. It's uh-huh. more like, Hey, every single one of us holds a story inside of us. It's every like, one of us, yes. how, how we choose to move with that story, how we choose to write that story. Even yeah. if you're helping one person, that was the one person you were intended to help. But more oftentimes than not, it's yes. not just one person. It's a floodgate of human beings. Yes. Yes. Can we touch yes. a little bit on your fear and I know that we had discussed like, you know, about stepping into your voice and writing this book Mm. is also, 
in my opinion, probably a little bit more vulnerable because it's not you vocalizing. It's mm-hmm. almost like your heart being poured out onto paper. Can mm-hmm. we talk a little bit? I ah. uh, yeah, talk a little bit about like your fear. And I loved how you said your relationship with fear changed. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that was like such a powerful quote. I was like, fuck, that is good. <laughs> oh, I love because you. it's true. It's not that the fear goes away. Uh, no, it'll never not. go away. It's yeah, not that like the the challenges or like the doubts ever go away. No. It is being able to check in and see it from uh-huh. a different vantage point. So I would love for you to touch mm. on that because I think that fear for many women, um, and although I think we're a lot of us are stepping out, I still yeah. feel like a lot more that are holding back. Um, can we discuss, you know, and it's still an unfolding process for me, you know, it's, it's probably will always be, you know, and shout out to salt starlight. Uh, if y'all missed her episode with Andy, Oh my gosh, she's check it out because I recently had my psych K session. You did it. I did it. And let me tell you something. It was one session and this memory that I have not thought about Shelly from when I was 14, from when I was 14, before the alopecia, a memory came up with a young girl who was um, not nice to me, not nice to me. And she was trying to, uh, it was me, it was me and two, two girls who were friends. And this one girl kind of got the other girl to kind of gang up on me and they wanted me out of the friendship, right? This memory that I had not thought about that. I, I, I can't even tell you. And, forever. And I was, my mind was blown that, that, that came up, but that was working on my subconscious mind. Yeah. Yeah. This, this fear of I've, and I always was careful to don't shine too bright, Lisa, Mm. dim your light, Mm. don't shine too bright. And that's where that, this memory popped up and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Like light bulbs, like went off your book like come on and sharing the book and let me tell you no the the title oh i know what i'm saying like you're talking about your light and you're like yes you know keep me where the light is is. and i want to tell you that my faith is the greatest gift that my parents gave me and i know not everybody can relate to that um it's something foreign and i understand to many people but what I hope I could offer through my book, you know, and through my teaching is to get people to just be willing to be, to, to be curious about your spirituality, because let me tell you something, my faith is my anchor. It is my resilience. I 100,000 million trust that I am held in the most powerful energy of love. And I place my loved ones in this, this light every day. And that's how I can go on with my day because I, I worry, worry, right? Worry, fear, fear. Oh my God. What if, oh my God. What if something happens to them when they're driving or fear can just, you know, wreak havoc on your whole day. I place them in my creator's light. And I, I know 1 million percent I am. I am held in this light and, you know, I want to offer that to people because I think it's huge. It's a huge piece missing. Um, 
from women, from everyone, especially in the past few years, everything we've been through, because listen, life is not an upward trajectory life. And I'm waving my hand. Life is like the ocean. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have difficulties. You're going to have shout out Gabby Bernstein, big trauma and small trauma, big T, little T it's going to happen. My faith is always what I came back to, even as a teenager, even as a teenager in my darkest moment, suffering in my room, sobbing over that. I didn't give up because I believed I had faith. I was like, no, I know there's a plan for me. I know there's a plan for me. And I believe in that, that universal energy of love, right. Is what I'm speaking of through which we were all created. I 100 believe that 100% believe that. And we are here to have an experience. You know, my mom always used to say, um, you know, our life is, is God's gift to us and what we do with it is our gift in return. So we're here to evolve, to learn, hopefully to grow. You know, I accept people for, for where they're at. Not everybody is there. Not everybody is going to be on this path in this lifetime. It might be the next one. You know, you have to expect, accept people for where they're at, but I hope to invite people to understand that you can wake up every day and choose to be happy, choose to feel confident, choose to push, push the fear away, you know, through practices, through self-care, through loving yourself, loving yourself. And what, and the thing is, cause I want to come back to saying it's not every day, of course, that I'm in this place. Of course I have days. I feel like crap, you know, or you're, you're suffering from comparison syndrome, right? I'm not good enough. The I'm not good enough tape, right? Ran circles in my head for years, for years and years and years. Speaking of my love life, why wasn't I meeting anyone? I'm not good enough, right? I'm not fit enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't have the right job. Blah, blah, blah. All this stupid stuff, you know, that you tell yourself, all the, the tapes, uh, Dr. Amen calls them the ants running around your automatic negative thoughts running rampant in your mind. You can, you can stomp them out through, I believe through taking care of yourself. You ask yourself, well, how am I taking care of myself physically, mentally, spiritually, energetically? Am I, am I eating well? Am I sleeping well? Am I treating myself like crap? Am I feeding my mind with awful news every day, you know, or like horror and yeah. Like, what are you like? I want them to understand there is a path you can take. You have to be willing. That's the only thing required. And I really truly believe once you open up and say, all right, I'm ready to open the door. Books fall off the shelf. The teacher arrives. The class is there for you. Um, Relationships are started, you know, you just have to be willing and it shows, it shows up. But with my relationship with fear, it became, like I said, something that is still there and every day, every day. But now what yoga brought me is the awareness, the mindfulness. I am more reflective, right? Instead of reactive, 
I can pause and take a breath and go, okay, am I coming? You know, I, I, I read A Course of Miracles, right? I, my perception has shifted from fear to love. Am I coming from a place of fear or am I coming from a place of love? Mm-hmm. That is the difference. That is what my yoga journey did for me, honestly, 1000% is it made me have the awareness that, oh, there's fear knocking on the door again, Lisa, are you letting it in, in this moment? Or are you going to shut the door? You know, sometimes I let it in, Shelly, you know, sometimes I, I fail. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, there too. I'm there know, too. It's, it's, it's part of our human experience, you know, and I'm not going to get it all beautiful to be human and to be able to experience that experience. Like uh-huh. Being here is the duality. It's not like, okay, this is spirituality. It's all hunky dory. It's beautiful. And all of these things. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there's the polar opposite and it's the ability to see both as, as tools in yes. finding the middle way for not only yourself, but for your journey and your path. Right. It's saying yes. like, okay, yeah. If you're super far, far over within the ego and you're following the ego, yeah, of course that that's going to be toxic, but mm-hmm. do you completely want to get rid of it? No, no. you want to find a medium yes. to say, here. I see that ego, you know, lurking around in the corners, right? Yes. But I see it. I see that fear. I see that self-doubt. I see those, you know, self-limiting beliefs mm. and I'm choosing differently. That is an old framework. That is an old fear. That is an old belief system that I no longer connect with. And it's, it's, it's beautiful the way that you put it, because it's almost like the observer of everything that's going on in the mind, instead of allowing whatever's going on in the mind to trigger an emotion that triggers Mm -hmm. an action that is out of alignment. Yes. Oh my God. So perfectly said, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. It's, it's noticing the fear that, oh, here it is again, you know, and what am I going to do with it? You move through it, you know, you, you put it in the back seat, just mm-hmm. put it in the, in the back seat. And the more, the more you do that, and the more you step into your highest self and you, the more vulnerable, honestly, that you allow yeah, yourself yeah. You to, the, you know what to just, be, I'm sorry, I have to share the more that. powerful you are. Yes. But, um, so like, because I have kids, right. They're in the back seat and I'm driving, but I fucking know what's going on. Ah! Right. <laughs> like I'm the observer. Like I know I'm looking in the rear view mirror. I can listen. I can see. <laughs> and literally what came to mind was like, that's your ego. It's like your higher self is driving, but the ability to know that that shit is going to be around you is yes. going to be happening. But you see it for what it is, which is more oftentimes than not what childhood trauma. Yeah, exactly. Right? Or or like childhood belief systems that they're that your parents that you, in you, right? Yes, like yes. Things you heard, people told you, you took it as truth, whatever the case may be. And dude, that analogy just like came up. And Isn't it's that like, funny? It's so, so true. It's so good though. It's right? so true. It's so true. Yeah. Yes. It's powerful. Uh, I mean, listen, it's just the reality of it. Fear is never, I would never tell somebody you can totally eliminate fear. It's just, it's not realistic. It's not realistic. There's always going to be something that's going to 
scare me, you know, the next step, right? The next book, right? That I'll write mm -hmm. the next video. It's there every day. Oh, the post, like it's all scary. But when you're doing something that lights you up inside and, you, and you're stepping into your, your highest self, it's just, it lights you up and it's almost like you can't not do it. You know, you just have to the do the thing. comes bigger than your fear. Exactly. Exactly. It's like that quote. Oh my gosh. I have to look. It's on my website. I have, it became more painful. Where is it? I have this quote. Um, oh, by Anas Nin. And the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. Right. That, that is exactly how I we felt. That's why listeners to church. We took oh! Today. That, that, that's, <laughs> that is why I put that quote on my website because I was like, oh my God, when I read that quote, I was like, oh my God, that's exactly how I feel. Anytime I'm doing all my things, you know, I'm creating and just letting it, letting it flow, you know, <laughs> and I share all this stuff and, you know, I mean, God bless my family is so proud of me, but they don't understand all the things, you know, I'm just like, I'm into all the woo woo stuff. They get some of it, but ultimately, you know, they see, they see my growth and, yes. um, and my partner does too every day is like just super proud, you know, that, that you've allowed yourself to, to grow and expand um, and like shine your freaking light, man. Like I it's, you're not supposed to hide. None of us are are supposed to play small, yeah. you know, vulnerability is powerful. Absolutely. You got to put yourself out there. You got to put yourself out there and the writing process. Tell me about your, was, yes, about your book and the vulnerability. So let me say something. I, I dedicated the book to my niece and nephew because they inspired me to start writing when they were born. I don't have children. Right. And my yoga journey was happening. Right. And then my niece and nephew were born like, and we weren't expecting that. Like they were like the first babies in my family. And I was like, when my niece was born, I was like, the word love doesn't, and I'm not even a mom. I, I was so in love at first sight. Right. And I was just like, oh, I have so much. I want to tell her like, I, <laughs> that is literally went through my, through my mind. I was like, oh my God, I have, I have to tell her all the things. Oh my God. And then my nephew came along and I'm like, that's it. I have to write, I have to write. And that's like literally what lit the fire that I had to write something down. And I just beautiful. started writing and I was like, I just want to tell them my story, you know, because I, you know, and me, I want to protect them. I always say, I just want to put them in my pocket. You know, that that's my fear of talking. I just want to protect them from everything, from the world, from getting hurt, from all the things that I know they're going to go through. Like, I wish I could protect them, but I was like, I know I can't, I have to let them fall and make mistakes and, you know, go through all the things. Um, but I want them to know my story. So I started writing and then, and that was scary. And then I did my own research online. I was like, okay, I, I literally researched the authors that I like to read Marianne Williamson, how she started and Wayne Dyer. And you just start I just started doing it and I made what I started with was 
an outline. I just started with an outline, like, okay, started with my definition of self-love, which is, which is in the book. Um, and you know what? I'll say it now. Uh, to me, my definition of self-love, because listen, self-love is thrown around in the personal growth world all the time. And it's like, well, what the heck is it? You know, self-love, like self-love. Glitter. Like, what are we it's talking about? It's like the art, herpes of arts and crafts. Right. It's like, oh, okay. self-love, just love yourself. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to put it in writing in my way, right? I wanted to explain it the best way I could. So to me, I defined it in the book as uh, self-love is the awareness that you are a divine being who is worthy of giving and receiving love and living in alignment with all that supports your physical, mental spiritual and energetic well-being by making choices for your highest good. <laughs> I know it's long-winded, but I take you on, on the journey. So I started out with my definition and then I mapped out my outline of, okay, who are you, right? That's the first thing, awareness. So I start out with, who are you, you know, and I go through all the steps and provide them with tools and rituals that you can do that bring you into alignment. Alignment, because we all get out of alignment, right? I mean, we all wake up and have a bad day and have a, you know, we eat like crap or we missed our workout or I didn't get on the mat or, you know, sometimes we're out of, we're out of alignment. You know, it happens after a yoga class, right? You get people all blissed out and then I see them get in their car and like, get ticked off at somebody on the road, you know, it's, it's okay. How do I get back into alignment? It's that constant coming, returning, you know, returning to the love. I just thought of that book by Marianne Williamson, return to love. I love that. Love, book. Yeah. I love that book. And it's a constant realignment that, that you have to take through self-care and it's a choice. It's a choice. Every it's a choice and it's a commitment. It's a, it's a commitment to have a daily uh, sadhana, a daily spiritual practice is a commitment. I have, I have my little rituals sprinkled throughout the day that um, I do not give up. Like, even if, you know, I have a corporate job during the day, I go to the bathroom and I'll breathe for three minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to fit it in like where you can, you know, and I understand everybody's busy or we have, you know, your mom, you work, you got your plate is so full but there are ways for you to make it a must to, to take, to. to bring yourself back into alignment in all those areas of your life. And that is cultivating self-love. And then once you have that, you're cultivating that resilience and that strength and that confidence builds, builds like a muscle, you know, and you open up and it's, it's, it's scary. But again, you're going to just push it aside. My and life just get more when I started initiating practices in the morning and in the evening mm -hmm. over a couple days than ever with just one or two yoga classes a week. Yeah. And, and like you said, some days it is meditating for 30 minutes. Some right. It's going through my affirmations before I have to pop out of bed and feed my child, you know? So it's like you find what works for you for that day. Right. And you don't get too fixated and too regimented. You're just like, you know what, spirit, yeah. I'm in the flow with where I need to go today. 
show me where to go, show me what to do, show me how to do it and lead the way. And you will be led. Okay, guess what? Oh, your client canceled on you. So now mm-hmm. you have an hour where you can meditate or you can yeah. do your class, right? So it's it's the ability to, yes, have these practices as, for me, I do met mind, body, spirit. Mm. Something for the mind, something I for love the body, it. spirit every single day. Even if my body, it's yep. like- 10 push-ups and like 10 jumping jacks. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. And it makes just a huge difference. Huge, massive. And it, and it a brings days, a couple days of consistency. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you'll never makes... go back. You'll never yeah. go back. <laughs> and then, and then it brings, and this is what I hope to like, it's like what I hope to always have is I want to be fully present with who or what is in, in front of me. Cause I know life is so busy that it's like, you're doing this, but your mind is, is doing 10 things already in the future. Yeah. That is what my practices also do. It brings me into the present moment. I want to be like 100% I'm here with you. I want to be 100% present with whatever is placed in front of me, whether it's a conversation or, you know, or you're making dinner, right? I don't want to, I don't want to be like scattered because I, I think you miss out on the little things in life. It's, it's the small moments mm-hmm. in life. I think that mean the most anyway, you know, mm-hmm. but, but because the, the mind, the ego mind is so busy, sometimes we miss them, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's another thing that, that yoga does for me. It gives me that full mindfulness you know, with what or whoever is put in front of me or wherever I'm guided to go, you know, you're able to trust the path and really be where, be there now, be where you, be where you are now, right? Because fear, I also, you know, used to freak out, be filled with fear over the future. It's like, what the heck am I even worrying about? Like, it's not even here yet. Like, let me just... (laughs) Let me just and then when you it, imagine it, it never comes like, out the same exact way anyway. No, it's never, 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 never. So, and that is a huge, huge, huge help with like stress and anxiety. It's a lot of people are living in fear over the what ifs, you know? And it's like, I'm telling you, come back to the now, come back to the center, bring yourself into alignment. Um, and, and I map it out in the book, but sharing my story, you know, writing it out was definitely scary and and going, Oh, okay. Now people are going to read it. (laughs) I was like, do I really want to share this? (laughs) I almost did. I, you know, I almost didn't, but I just was like, no, I'm supposed to do this. And I'm, you know, I'm, I I'm guilty. I'll go off and be like, Oh, but now I want to do this. And now I want to create this. And because when you're open, you have all this creativity starts flooding you. And I'm like, okay, I'm guilty of wanting to do five projects. And then last year I was like, no, no, I have to stay committed to finishing my project, finishing this book. And I did, it was hard because you want to do this and you want to do that. And, oh, I'm not posting enough and, oh, I'm not doing this enough. But I was like, once I focused on that, I was like, nope, it's meant, it's meant to be shared. And it really was just trusting in, in the guidance. If somebody would have told me I was going to create any of this, like even just 
a few years ago, I'd have been like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but it, sure. yeah, but when when you're open and you and you just trust in that that divine guidance, it just flows. It's like it's just Natural. you know, and that really is how honestly my whole yoga journey has been. I've never had to go like searching for the next thing. It kind of is like, nope, this is your next student, this is your next class, this is your next teacher, this is your next project this is your next blog it kind of just flows and that's how i know I, i'm on the right path i never ever ever have to force force it if i'm forcing it it's not it's not right yeah it's not right not in if alignment it, if so it's in the flow yeah learn or gain like from listening and reading your story and your book can you give us a little tidbit you said you have rituals in there your story from like fear to, I want to say fame, but more like the light, right. From like the, the darkness that comes with the fear to the light. Like what, what is in the story that's like gut jerking for you in sharing and also perhaps in somebody else in reading? Hmm. Well, you know, going through that at, at such a young age, like definitely put you know, in yoga, we call it the samskaras, right? The, that those imprints, you know, of, of I'm not good enough. And that I'm not good enough tape, you know, played in my mind for years. And, you know, and sometimes it'll still creep in there. And that was very vulnerable to share. You know, nobody wants to admit that you, you you're walking around feeling not good enough, you know, that was, um, but what's just, wild is I think every single one of us does. Yeah, I right? know. We, we just it's don't like not talked about. It's like ignored. It's like ignored. Well, this in the book, by whoever's, whoever's watching, this is watching. <laughs> I love it. But when I started doing the physical practice of yoga and learning about energy, and learning about the chakras and learning about the layers of ourselves. Um, that is crucial to me. And that is something everybody needs to read in the book to understand what your ego identity is versus your spiritual identity and do the shadow work, which I did to look at the parts of yourself that you don't want anybody to see is really, really is hard. It's just hard. Um, but it's crucial because it's part, it's part of you, you know, you have to know that the dark, you know, to get to the light. And for me, the path was my yoga practice. Um, I have specific prayers that I say every day that I share in the book. So this um, is like a little pocket meditation book for people. Well, what I call it is each chapter has a little self-love toolbox and gives you the little list of okay how do i know i'm i'm living in my shadow well you're repeating you're repeating the same mistakes you're harboring old judgment and resentment um you're closed off you know how do you work on how do you work on your shadow I, there's journaling tip journal journaling shelly Everything. Huge. I can't believe Everything. I haven't even, 
I can't believe I, I haven't like tons of them. And I'm we'll we're talking about my book. I can't even a, believe I haven't said journaling. No, listen, that's everything. There's so many things like there's no way in hell that we can cover all of this within like an hour's time. No, right? there's not, but there's uh, not, but journaling is something I did from a teenager from the time I was probably 15 when I started huge, huge because the name and you've said it, I, I know you've said it, the physical practice of writing is you're in alignment, right? You're, and it's a release. It's a yeah. release. I've got journals from years ago. I, I would write. I have, them all stacked. <laughs> I have them. That was a really, but I didn't realize it at the time. You know, I didn't realize it at the time, but that was a big and still is a big part of, of the letting go process. Right. Cause there's always something else to let go of. There's always a new insecurity that pops up or a judgment or something. There's always stuff going on in life, you know, that you got to just process up. That is a valuable tool. If anybody's listening, like who, who just wants a simple, tangible tool today, Go out and get yourself a journal and yeah. write, just write. It doesn't need to make sense. It doesn't, nobody's going to read it. It's for you. It's between you and your higher power. And to me, it is 100% powerful and put in it a gratitude list along with a gratitude list that watch the energy shift that you experience. Cause I think being grounded in gratitude is huge, 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 huge. You always want to be grateful because there's always something to be grateful for. Always. You know, you woke up in the morning, you took a breath. Okay. Be grateful. <laughs> Not everybody woke up today. It's true. Like, literally, you know, um, that is, that is a tangible, tangible tool that they can, that they can do Love today. Yes, that's a, it is a powerful tool. Oh my gosh. I love this conversation so much. I feel like I've had like soul food and oh, like the fact you. that you're, you're such an earth angel. Truly. Oh, I just got the, I just got chills when you said that. You truly are an earth angel and oh, you know, you speak from the heart and it's just so beautiful to see. And I know that the listeners can feel it just and whoever's watching um there's just there's there's this almost like a hug it's like I feel like hugged when like when you're talking and you're speaking so that in and of itself shows me that what you share in your book about Mm self-care is something that not just like, oh, somebody said to do this for self-care. Somebody said to do this for self-care. Somebody said to do this. It's no, you are walking the talk and you are truly enveloping it on an energetic level to the point that that book for sure is going to be soul food for many, many women out there that Mm. really desperately need it and are seeking something relatable because, and forgive me for being this, this harsh, but social media and everything. It's like, Oh, this is self-care. This is self-care. It looks so pretty. It looks so pretty. Well, sometimes it's not pretty. Right. And sometimes yeah. we look at people that do the self-care practices and we're yeah. like, wow, like they had, their life is perfect. They're so happy, blah, 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 blah. And unfortunately that's like the tandem with Instagram. Uh, right. But uh, yeah, 
But what I think is really um, fascinating is that you share a relatable story of like where you were with self-worth, how you've kind of transmuted the pain into the gift through practices that resonated with you. Right. Yes. It's not like, oh, somebody told me to do this. So I'm going to tell you to do this. It's it's more like, these are the practices that I've enveloped. These are the practices in which I've grown in and it will serve you in some capacity, even if it's just taking one of those modalities and incorporating them into your life. Right. Truly the story behind the practices for me really Mm -hmm. does bring things full circle instead of it being like a self-care spiritual book, right? Exactly. This is real life. Yes. This is real real life tools that you can use everything. Yes. Tangible, easy. That works for me. I am embodying what's in this book. I 100% stand by it because I'm living it (laughs) and I know it will help you know, even if it helps just one person, I'm grateful. And that's, by the way, Lisa Yoga Angel, right? Yes. The reason that came out of me was it's my ego self versus my angelic higher self and yoga is the path that brought my God. So that that's where I know I've always, I was like, oh I love that so much. Where can we find your book? And uh, where, can we oh, find yes. you? where are you? Do you teach classes here in South Florida? So, I know you have your YouTube channel. All of this will be in the show notes for you all to connect with. Um, so but where, can we buy, where can we buy your book? It's, it's on Amazon Kindle, which is an easy, you know, platform to, to read it yeah. on. Um, and Lisa yoga angel.com. They go there and click on the link and it's right there and um, practice with me on my YouTube channel, Lisa Yoga Angel. I'm committed to it because I 100,000 million percent um, and living proof that how yoga can help you. Um, So I would be honored if anybody clicks. I am honored for anyone who clicks on a video and practices with me, practices with me. I am just like thrilled, 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 thrilled. But I, I'm committed to, to continuing it and I'm going to keep, keep showing up because I know it, I know it works. I know it works. And you're meant to do it. Oh, I'm meant to do it. Thank you. Meant to do it, girl. Thank you, my Shelly. I feel it. I literally feel like I have like a spiritual hug on me. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's true. It's true. Like the, the energy that you emit is very comforting. It's very peaceful, you know, it's, it balances out the fire in me. You're not uh, a fire. No, I would love you to read my chart. Oh my God. I am the first day of Libra. Libra. Okay. So you're air. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm that's, air. that's your, that's your, your, you were meant mm-hmm. to speak. And that is probably your birth charts challenge. Oh, I would love for you to read my chart too. Let's do it. Let's do it. I've got a moon in Capricorn and my rising is Scorpio. So water. And that's my water. But you're, yes. And your rising is more like you than your sun. 
And I'm just learning that from you. Yes, yes. And also, yes, we're talking about this course, Your Born Identity. If you're interested in it, it'll be in the show yes. as well. Oh my but God, it's awesome. Really, really like understanding those, those elements and saying like, wow, this is who I am. Like you are this, like, it feels like I knew you had water somewhere, but it feels like there is like this fizzle, at least for me. And I'm fire, of course. I'm like, no, 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 no. like I'm all yeah. loud and obnoxious sometimes, but, ah, I love but I look to my cancer because yeah. like cancer is my rising sign. So it, it kind of brings about that whole yin and that meditation and that easiness and that spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you also help me kind of feel in more into that, which I love. Uh, I love that. I love that. And my oh, sister's, God. my sister's an Aries too. I have my, one of my sisters is an Aries. Oh, it's not the same Shelly. No, Shelly's a Sagittarius though. Okay. Isn't that fire? That's fire. See, That's and we fire. call, and we call her our fearless leader in the family. All right. Yes. Ah! Fires. Listen, the fires Fire. we are in the ethers. We burn. We got so much energy. We are just all kinds of things. But mm-hmm. let me explain something. Each element, each sign holds its highest power and its highest position. We just have to look at it from the tandem, right? Yes. That fire can burn and fucking burn down a whole entire forest. Mm. That fire can be nicely contained in that little you know, campgrounds and you yes. can see the light, you could help feed people. You can, you know, do all these things. It's just, you got to figure out where you're at. Oh and my that- God. It's fascinating. Uh, everybody out there, you got to take her course. Cause I'm just like mind blown every, every core, every section I'm, I'm like, Oh my God, this explains everything. everything. <laughs> I have like, this clicks. It's all makes sense. All these planets in the 11th and 12th house. It's crazy. Damn girl. It is. You were meant to do it. Oh, thank you. You came here for, thank you so much for your time, Lisa. I am so grateful to you. I'm so grateful for you you sharing your heart and I have to say, I'm so proud of you for coming on and sharing your heart for writing this book, for putting your energy out there for the world to not only see, but also for the world to feel because it is so healing. Your energy is so healing. Thank (gasps) Thank you, Shelly. I'm so proud of you too. And I'm honored to be on your podcast. I really am. It means a lot. Thank you. Oh my God. Love you so, so much. Thank you all for listening. And those of you who are watching, thank you for watching and we will chat with you later. Yes. See you soon. Thanks so much for being with me for this podcast. If you like what I'm doing here, please rate, review, and subscribe. I'm also offering a free 30-minute purpose power session, and we go over and break down parts of your natal chart that point to your purpose. If you're interested in booking a call, click the link in the show notes.